Welcome to the Strong, Fit and Free podcast. I'm your host, Alessia Donato, certified strength and nutrition coach, personal trainer and opinionated Italian free spirit. After a lifelong battle with IBS, I successfully regained my health and built a strong and fit body from the inside out through relentless studying and research in holistic nutrition, as well as testing and applying health and fitness principles on myself. In 2016, I left a successful 10-year corporate career in the beauty industry that left me burnt out, sick and unfulfilled and took the leap into the unknown. I traveled for a year on a backpacking trip that changed the course of my life and pushed me to eventually follow my passion to becoming a health and fitness coach and set up my online coaching practice, Alessia D Coaching. I help fit conscious women get to the core of their health struggles, set attainable goals, develop a personalized plan and hold them accountable for transforming their lives. The destination is the same, but each person's journey is different. On the Strong, Fit and Free podcast, we get open and honest about what it takes to build a strong and fit body from the inside out, talking all things health and fitness, mindset, no-nonsense nutrition, how to live life on your own terms, and a sprinkle of girl talk here and there. Join us on the journey to becoming strong, fit, and free. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Strong, Fit, and Free podcast. I am so excited for this week's episode. It's been a while. I've been a little bit quiet on the podcast front because I've been busy creating content for you guys on other platforms, my social media, my website, my blog. So please go and check that out in the show notes. Now, I am going to kick off this week's episode and I'm so excited for this one because I see this time and time again so much bullshit in the fitness industry and I want to bust some myths and especially for the beginner who's just stepping into the gym or just you know starting their fitness journey and fat loss journey and they have kind of no idea where to go and who to kind of trust and so I am going to be sharing today the um, five most common social media fitness myths that you might see on Instagram. Now, you can find plenty of fitness gurus on Instagram and Facebook um, that are eager to tell you how to get skinny thighs, you know, that famous thigh gap, or how to get a six-pack abs in like three weeks. You know the bullshit. Now, their impressive photos, which I think is... I think it's quite common that you see those before and after photos and celebrity even testimonials may be misleading you. Now, how can you actually distinguish between fitness myths and reliable facts? That is what I'm going to be sharing with you on today's episode. I'm going to be busting some of the most common health and fitness myths that are keeping you from actually making progress and getting those results with your fat loss goals. Now, we're going to go straight into the first myth, which is you can eat anything you want as long as you exercise. Look, you may be overestimating just how many calories you burn at the gym. You will gain weight if you think that you have a license to consume endless 
donuts and also endless clean foods or healthy foods. Exercise while being a crucial element of your results is and should not be the driving factor to weight loss. Fat loss actually happens in the kitchen, guys. And no matter how much you sweat or burn those calories off during an F45 or body pump class, without a calorie deficit and learning about nutrition, you won't lose weight. Sorry, guys. It's also wise to note that calorie burn estimated by fitness trackers and your heart rate monitors are highly inaccurate and overestimate the actual number of calories that you burn during exercise. So what may result on your watch as a 500 calorie burn during your session is likely closer to about 150 to 200 at most. Yep. I know. I used to believe the same thing too, that my calorie burn was like 500 or 600 calories. It's such an overestimation, guys. Now, what should you focus on instead? Number one, you should focus on eating the right foods and probably better to focus on less ultra processed foods that cause weight gain. Now, here's the thing. There's no such thing as a good or bad food. However, some foods are more optimal than others. So for example, you know that donuts are delicious, but they don't really provide a whole lot of nutrition. They're just empty calories. Now, you know, a plate of fruit has vitamins, minerals, fiber. That is nutrition. Now, obviously, those are more nutritious than your donuts, but, you know, you can still include both. It's just that for weight loss, it's much more effective to focus on eating whole foods. So things like vegetables, fruits, um, lean meats and healthy fats. Focus on those foods 80% of the time, and then you can still include the fun foods like donuts, chips, whatever you like to eat that isn't as nutritious. Number two is to calculate your portions. This is so important. Guys, what happened to actually eating in the correct portion sizes. It's like all of a sudden clean eating is, you know, the answer and healthy eating is the answer to weight loss, but it doesn't matter if you're still eating more than your body burns. So don't forget to actually calculate your portion sizes and make sure that you're actually eating in a calorie deficit. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how to do that in a moment. Number three is to increase your protein. So if you're trying to lose weight and gain muscle, consuming more protein is really crucial. It boosts your metabolism. It makes you feel full. Protein builds muscle and it helps you overall in your health and fitness goals. So how to actually calculate your protein? It's actually really, really simple, guys. All you need to do is take your weight and times that by 1.0. So taking your weight in pounds, 
times that by 1.0 equals how many grams of protein you should be eating every day. And don't overcomplicate this. Protein is found in most foods, but you want to focus on eating protein that comes from food that actually has bioavailable protein. So yes, peanut butter has protein, but it's not the main source of protein. It's mostly fat. Your main sources of protein are things like meats, eggs, dairy, and for vegetarians and vegans, things like tempeh, tofu, and seitan. Those kinds of foods have higher protein and is more bioavailable. Bio Sorry. So those are your things that you need to focus on, okay? Not exercising as the number one way to burn calories. All right, myth number two. Lifting weights will make you bulky. Oh my goodness. You're unlikely to wind up resembling Arnold Schwarzenegger accidentally if you lift weights. However, lifting weights is a great way to build and retain muscle mass, especially as you age. And now this typical muscle building myth is still common, especially with women. You may think that lifting heavy causes you to gain tons of muscle and you're going to all of a sudden look like a man. But believe me, it's completely and utterly false. Now, weightlifting is crucial to getting that desired toned look that you're after. More muscle equals less fat on the body and therefore you're going to look overall smaller. More muscle also uh, causes a higher energy expenditure, meaning that you burn more calories throughout the day if you have more lean muscle mass on your body. Looking bulky can happen only if you lift weights, build muscle, but also eat too much, and therefore you also gain fat. Now that is what creates the bulky look, because all of a sudden you have all this beautiful muscle, but it's covered with fat. So this happens when you don't watch your nutrition, or you believe that calories don't matter and this is what you want to avoid. So what should you focus on instead? Here are my three tips. Number one, you want to train safely and with purpose. So to avoid injuries, gradually increase the amount of weight that you use and use proper programming rather than randomly lifting, which doesn't take into account progressive overload. It's always important to use the correct form. So make sure that you know how to do the right uh, movements with the proper technique. And getting a coach to help you design a program that is specific to your goals, body type and abilities is the key to actually getting the results that you want. Um, number two is to challenge yourself. Now, free weights are highly effective. I totally believe in functional fitness and learning how to lift weights but you also will get results if you challenge your body to perform different exercises that target different muscle groups in different ways experiment with weighted machines and exercises that your body weight uh, that uses your bot your own body weight so for example get strong with the basics like squats body weight squats goblet squats push-ups deadlifts that recruit more than one muscle groups and these are actually called compound lifts don't pick up the two pound pink dumbbells guys 
challenge your body to lift heavy that is when you grow i cannot tell you just how empowering it is to start seeing results with your weights and with strength training and seeing that weight number go up not on the scales but on the bar guys i cannot tell you how empowering it is so challenge yourself constantly all right let's look at myth number three that you need to work out seven days a week now look Excessive exercise can weaken your muscles and organs and leave you feeling burned out. Most adults need at least one recovery a day. Now, here's the thing. There's a difference between a complete rest and then there's a difference with active recovery. So resting is super key for your muscles to grow, for your body to actually take that rest. If you're constantly working out every single day for an hour to an hour and a half, doing tons of HIIT, which by the way, is actually worse for your joints, and burning tons of calories, not eating enough, dieting, you're you know, running on the treadmill or doing tons and tons of long distance running without any recovery, you're going to burn out. And actually, you're going to hit a wall with your weight loss goals. So what should you focus on instead? You need active rest. Okay, so in addition to taking that day off, complete day off to relax, you may actually benefit from alternating between high intensity Uh, high intensity and gentle activities. So for example, you can do yoga, stretching, some foam rolling. You can still go for a nice long walk. Um, Take that active rest, but still make sure that it's not really high intensity work every single day. If you're lifting, you should lift at least three to four times a week, but still make sure that you're taking enough rest in between those days. And the second tip that I want to share with you is that you need to also focus on your stress levels. Because remember, if you're in that highly stressed state, your cortisol levels are very high and that can actually stall your weight loss progress. So figure out why you're overdoing it with the with with your exercise. So for example, if you tend to use exercise as punishment or exercise as a way to burn off your, you know, excess calories, then this is actually going to work against you. So figure out ways that you can talk with a friend or a counselor if you're struggling with personal issues. So managing stress is really, really key for fat loss and muscle building. All right, let's move on to myth number four that you can spot reduce. Yes, you gain weight from head to toe and guess what? You lose it the same way. Sit-ups will tone your core, will build a strong core, but they won't remove fat from your waist. You won't lose your tummy and stomach fat by doing endless sit-ups, guys. This is just so wrong. And I cannot tell you how this myth is still prevalent in the fitness industry. You could just go on Instagram or even YouTube, actually. And you can um, just Google like how to get a six pack and you'll get tons and tons of workouts that are specifically targeted at the core. Or the latest one is targeting your your thighs, like for the thigh gap, or even the um, hip dips, 
which is basically like uh, the excess fat on your hips. Now, guys, this is ridiculous. You can't spot reduce. Um, while you, yes, you can help tone different areas and build muscle, you still have to focus on your diet. Yes, your diet is the number one driving factor for fat loss. So what should you focus on instead? Number one is that you need to eat less. Yes, you have to focus on your calorie deficit. If you want to lose weight, you need to cut your calories, making sure that you're eating less than you burn. So I'm going to actually share with you one of the most simplest formulas that you can use right now to calculate how many calories that you need every day to burn fat. So your goal weight in pounds times by 12 will give you your daily calories. Now, this is just, you know, a very like simple formula that you can use. Obviously, everyone is different and it does require a little bit more of a nuance. But if you want something super simple, this is the sim as simple as it gets, guys. So take your goal body weight in pounds. So for example, if you want to weigh 120 pounds and that is your goal body weight right now, take that number and times it by 12. You will get 1,440 as a number. That is your daily calories, okay? So make sure you don't do this with kilos make sure it's pounds guys all right otherwise you're going to get like the tiniest number so that is just a rough estimate now if you want um, a little bit more of you know a deeper kind of formula that takes into considering your takes into consideration your age your current weight your current activity levels then you want to go to my free calorie calculator that I have actually linked in the show notes um, this calculator will actually give you much more of information and if you go and it's completely free by the way you enter your details you will actually receive my free gift which is my 60 fat loss and muscle building recipe book and it's complete with the beginner's guide to calories to macros counting your macros how to plan your meals grocery list and of course 60 recipes now definitely go and check that out in the show notes all right now my uh, second tip is to move more yes how to burn more calories during the day because remember that gym session is just a small part of your daily calorie burn. Remember, you only really burn like 100 to 200 calories at most at your gym. So how do we move more? We want to increase the NEAT levels. So what is NEAT? NEAT is non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which simply means movement outside of that one-hour gym session. So in other words, you need to get in more steps during the day, which will help burn more calories. So what you want to do is aim for about eight to 10,000 at first, now, if you're right now just getting maybe, maybe you're very sedentary, you're only getting about two to 3,000, aim for 5,000, not 8,000, and then gradually work your way up to more. Exercise will burn some calories, but remember it's a small amount per workout. Plus, you will shed fat, you'll gain muscle, and you're likely to achieve that toned look that everyone is after. All right, guys, we have reached the final myth. Number five, your bathroom scale rules. Yep. This is the biggest myth in terms of weight loss that I think is most common in women is that we focus far too much 
on the number on the scale. Now, your body weight is only one of many ways to measure your fitness levels, your health. So take a broader view with this, okay? Now, while a high BMI reading and weight is very important, absolutely crucial, if you are clinically obese for health reasons um, and you need to lose a lot of weight, of course, this is important. I'm not, you know, by any means saying that it isn't. But scale weight is not the only measurement of success. I cannot stress this enough. It's just a number, guys. A number that can change and shift with different days, time of the month, and other factors. For example, how much salt you consumed or whether you ate too many carbs the night before, therefore you're holding a lot of, on, um, a lot of water weight. So remember, that number is going to fluctuate and it's going to go up and down. So while I do think it's very important to to, to keep track of your weight um, and that number, you know, just remember that it's just a number, okay? And there are other ways to measure your health. So what should you focus on instead? Number one, you should focus on measurements. Measure your waist. The size of your waist says a lot about your health. That's because it's closely associated with your level of body fat. And that's not just around your waist, that's all over your body, but waist is really a great starting point. Now, taking measurements is the key to knowing whether you're losing body fat or you're just, you know, up and down with your water weight. So key Make sure to watch your measurements because remember, that's really what we want, right? We want to fit into our favorite jeans and what that number on the scale might not tell the entire picture. So keeping your um, track of your measurements is very, very important. Now, number two, guys, love your body. A healthy lifestyle can work wonders, especially if your goals are realistic, for you and you want to strive to be a superior version of yourself instead of dwelling on you know reaching this arbitrary weight or looking like a model that you saw uh, that you saw sorry on you know Instagram or a magazine cover because remember you want to always look in the mirror and appreciate what you see um, love the reflection back and what I love about my approach to health and fitness is that yes i focus on calories and i teach my clients to count calories and macros and you know eat better and all of that good stuff but ultimately i really focus on that connection that my clients have to their their basically their body and what one thing that i learned in my journey is that fitness is not a look Okay, now what you might see on Instagram is that you need to be ripped or you need to have the perfect butt, right? Now it's like that bubble butt, that tiny waist and that massive ass. <laughs> now, look, while that may look attractive, you don't need to aim for that if that's not what you want. And you have the most beautiful body that God created because it's your body. And what it looks like is only the tiniest, tiniest, minuscule part of who you are, okay? Um, your body can do amazing things. Remember that. Remember that it keeps you alive. It makes you... Um, you know, it helps you walk and hug your loved ones and your body um, works in the most amazing, fascinating ways. And it helps you lift and, 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 and move and travel. And 
I'm going off on a tangent right now, but honest to God, that this is what's important. So love your body, guys, and appreciate it for what it can do, not just what it looks like. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Strong, Fit and Free podcast. I really enjoyed recording this for you and talking about these myths because honestly, I think so many people still believe in this and it's holding them back from reaching their health and fitness goals. Fitness myths were around way long before the internet, but social media can make them seem more credible. The world of Instagram and fitness magazines is a world where everything is a highlight reel and someone's Somewhere wants to sell you something, whether it's a discount code, supplements, a fitness program, or an idea that you are not enough, which is complete bullshit, by the way. So when you're looking for information, check reliable sources or ask a professional with the proper credentials in their field. Just because they have that blue tick on Instagram, that doesn't mean that they're qualified to give you advice. Then your fitness regimen will be based on facts and not myths, and you'll be more pleased with your results overall. And remember that I have so many tools for you that you can find on my website, completely free, that will help you. So from free workouts to recipe books and calculators to help you get started. I have everything that you need to get started on your health and fitness journey. So find the link in my show notes. And if you need further guidance on how to actually create a nutrition and strength training plan that is customized to your goals, click the link in the show notes to work with me and to get started with online coaching. All right, guys, I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you in the next episode. Chat soon.